Welcome back to the Hollywood Fishbowl. Did you miss us? We missed you. We missed you terribly. Mm-hmm. The thing we're going to let you in a, on a little behind-the-scenes secret: the Swinky and Pew who record what a movie are different people than us. <gasps> oh my god! We took a one-week vacation. They flew in from Alaska. Uh-huh. They are gone, gone, gone. They're back in Anchorage. Yes, or so they say. We just know it's somewhere near Anchorage. Yes. <laughs> Um, and and we we are back hosting the the show that you know and hopefully love. Mm-hmm. Hi everyone, welcome back. Thank welcome you. Welcome back. We missed you. Um, a little bit of business before we get to today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Who's the Ross? Aaron uh, Ross. Shout out and thanks. Shout out and thanks to Who's the Ross. Uh, our guest is Swinky. Give him the name. Bert Blackerack. Uh, yes, he is the guest today. He was a guest on Who's the Ross. Uh, we loved his, his, what do we call it? Do we call it a performance? Do we call it a DJ set? Do we call it storytelling? It is all of those and, and more. more. <laughs> we were, well, there's just no other way to say it. We were gobsmacked after seeing, after seeing his set at Who's the Ross. We reached out. Um, and invited him onto the show, and wouldn't you know it? He was so gracious. He, he said came. yes. He came. Yeah, he came. Thank you so much for coming to to share your afternoon with us. And now everybody gets to listen to what we talked about. Yes. So, uh, finishing out that plug for Who's the Ross? Uh, every other Tuesday at El Cid, if you want a late night talk show, they've got live music, they've got comedians, they've got uh, bits, and they occasion- serve food and drinks. Uh, yes, El Cid is a fully stocked restaurant yeah. and bar. It's so. a full-on restaurant. I'm surprised yeah. sometimes when they bring out the food and there are platters of food. Yeah. It's a restaurant restaurant. Yes. <laughs> El Cid is a restaurant. Yeah. What did you think it was? No, I thought that it's just a performance place and people drink and maybe have something to chew that's been refried or thrown in a no, microwave, but a they full, actually they, cook. They're, they're a fully stocked restaurant. Yeah, it's a restaurant with a kitchen and staff and everything. Yes. Wow, it's not just a venue, Pew. It's also a restaurant. Yes, all these things are true, and uh, they also have live music, including the the female voice that you're hearing right now will <laughs> occasionally be on the stage, and yeah. I believe she'll be at the next, at least the next one, if not the next couple of Who's the Rosses, mm-hmm. as the opening act, as, as, if I'm getting this correctly, yes, is that true? Yes, opening act. Yes, Excellent. it's Scotty and the Two Hotties. Come well, on now to El Cid on Nate Sunset. and the Jailbait. Nate and the Jailbait. And I got one, if Scotty and Nate are both gone, uh-huh. I don't know if they have... One ready, but I've got one ready. What's your one? Uh, hold on. It's very complicated and nobody will remember it. It's Nick and the sick, thick, slick, Rick, dick pick. Okay. Back to the show. <laughs> Back to the show. Would you be good enough to set up our guest before I embarrass myself even further? I decided that um, our guest is a yes. sir. Yes. I knighted him in this, our very house. Yes. So Sir Bert Blackarack is amazing. 
mm-hmm. and he's sweet and kind, and his presence is very warm and calming. So, I think when you're listening to this, you're going to enjoy. <laughs> yes, you're going to enjoy it a lot. I did. I was encouraged. I was challenged. I had to think you know about what you what? had. You handled the adjectives so well mm. uh, about our guest. Really? I'm gonna let me jump in with a couple of a couple of more noun type things. Okay. He is a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a producer. Yes. He is an artist. Correct. He rhymes. Really well. Yeah, and you'll get a, you'll get a bit of that um, on the episode. We were surprised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Pew and I dope. were. What's the word? Gobsmacked. Gobsmacked. Um. Yeah, and and he's. Just like he's a solid dude. He's a real, it was a good conversation. And I feel like, like there's no way we can set it up that is actually better or more no, entertaining than no. the, the, the conversation. The only way is to just let people so, hear for themselves. I'm going to let you toss. How wonderful this man is. We're so glad that we had a chance to spend an afternoon with Sir Bert Blackerack. Enjoy. You grew up around here. Let's back it up to to oh, let's let's oh, back it up to the. Yep, I'm born and raised. I'm okay. born and raised out here, but I was conceived in Canada, Ooh. and then they came out here, and I was born here. Mm. My mother's Canadian. My mm. whole family's from Canada, so I'm a dual citizen, and mm. I'm pretty proud of Canada. But yeah, I'm a native of L.A., born and raised. Mm. And you grew, let's let's ask the boring question. You grew up around music, right? I grew up around music. Why is this boring? Because it's so, like, obviously the conversation has to get there eventually, but it's like the hackiest question I've ever asked. I was born the son of a sharecropper. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I grew up in the the music business. Mm. Um, My mother and father were both Mm -hmm. artists, musicians. My mom was a singer and an actress, and my dad was a musician, singer. Mm. So, yep, when I was born, um, the... They hit the ground running. That's all yeah. I knew. That's all I knew. Mm. Wow, already. You were playing yeah. from a young age? Would you? What was your first instrument? Uh, I wasn't playing. My first instrument was bass. Okay. And I was playing bass like in sixth, fifth, sixth grade-ish, mm-hmm. going, leading into seventh. Yeah. I dug it, but I don't remember being super passionate or like, oh, this is my shit. Mm-hmm. I was more, um, I was a BMX racer. I was one of the best bike racers in L.A., mm. Um, baseball, a phenomenal baseball player. So mm-hmm. I was really, those are my things that I loved. I loved soccer till a certain point. And I loved, uh, you know, growing up, like I didn't grow up in Glendale, but like mm-hmm. in the Valley, man, mm-hmm. it was like wide open. There was just fields and orange groves. And wow. you can just, as a kid, you can ride around and there wasn't like crazy traffic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had this, um, giant hill in our backyard that if you walk all the way to the top, mm-hmm. um, down below was Taft High School. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, you can just walk all across this whole hill and see Taft High School. We would go digging for crystals. Mm. Incredible. And, <laughs> right. It was yeah. It, yeah, it, it was too much fun. We, mm. we I, I had a blast growing up, but those are the things I was doing. Mm. And then what really got me into music was, you know, let me back up a little bit. Mm. I loved I thought my father was the greatest piano player and organ player ever in the world. Mm. Um, I don't know why I thought that, you know, maybe you look up to your father, but. Well, my dad was the best fiddle player in the world. Right? It's just I mean, how it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he could play yeah. Super Mario Brothers on the fiddle. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. That was God tier superpowers yeah, from where yeah. I was sitting. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was incredible. And then when when you hear everyone say he's the best player ever, you mm-hmm. know, then it's validating, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. he was dope. Um, but it wasn't an interest for me. And then I heard um, Run DMC battling the treacherous three on graffiti rock on tv and i saw that and i was like what the fuck is that shit mm-hmm. i want to do that and that's what got me into music and then i went to a new junior high school and this whole everyone there was just into music and mm. the kind of music that i liked and pff, off to the races i started i wanted to learn how to dj started out djing and that immediately led me to how can i make this music yeah. i want to learn how to make this music you know and then it turned into i want to um rap on this music then it turned into i want to learn how to make this music sound better what so, were you rhyming about back when um i, I was more was it like the political stuff because i know mostly from that mixtape which i I think I've got oh no I did I did a track on there where I had uh, this guy Haas who was rhyming but like um one of my favorite rhymes is lovely days study in nature telepathically the eyes to my mind send texture with sensitivity I can't quite get enough of me my touch turns hate to gold the emotions of my soul don't end with a thought like I was taught they begin with the days in the sun, and it's not Alaska. I try to mask the feelings of the past. You're just fooling yourself, eh? Gotta dig down deep to the way you think. That way you won't play yourself until you extinct. Emotionally exhausted. Even the boss gets tired thinking in a circle. How's his tail taste? You find yourself progressing at a snail's pace. It's depressing, but it tends to excite the senses. When the soul's not glowing and you're rowing up a river that's forever flowing. Showing me who's boss when I thought it was Springsteen. It's funny how things seem. Life's all about the ching ching. Forever chasing. What's the use? The consistent abuse on my mental psyche is causing me to fight me. So those are the kind of things okay. that I rhyme about, right? I'm kind of. Uh, I wish you had given us warning that Swinky could have taken off her headphones and not <laughs> fallen in love with you. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> yep, that's kind of where I come from. More than you know, I'll talk a little shit sometimes, but mm-hmm. that's when I kind of put those thoughts and words and phrasing together. That's that's exactly where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Wow. So, um. That led to me wanting the shit to sound good. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I make this? You know, I got to make this sound good. So I wanted to learn how to engineer. And what right. were you doing with the engineer? Was it mostly cutting up old records and putting them back together? No, or no. I was, your own sounds? No, I was mixing for, you know, I started out at this label, um, Spin Out, with Bernie Larson, who's a big um, mentor for me. He's, a, he's my gateway into, he's that Big next step. Before we get into that, uh-huh. those rhymes were insane. That was beautiful. No, it was, yeah, that it was, was just cheers. so Cheers. Good. cheers. <laughs> over. I'm like, trying to listen to what you're saying and I'm just replaying some of those, some of those <laughs> bars in my head. Sorry, Mr. Larson. We'll get back yeah, let's to take you. a sip of tea and then we'll get back to the story of how you started making sounds with, with that music. That was fantastic. <laughs> I knew it was in your head too, sweet. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, we should move on. <laughs> All right, wow. so you start, who, who, tell, tell this story without us. Right, so, uh, gosh, sorry, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I met Bernie Larson. I won't get, I mean, it's it's deep how I met him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this. It, I can talk for about 10 minutes just on, but mm. I'll skip it. 
and I met Bernie Larson and he's I that with that moment I decided I was like uh it was November that I met him July August September is where I made the conscious that I want to learn how to engineer right mm-hmm. and then I met him in November he was like hey I'm opening up a studio do you want to come engineer do you want to come intern and I'm like yeah so we go in there um not far from here actually mm. and it, it build the studio from scratch right wiring it you yeah. know putting up boards and all that stuff and, and what i year learned is this? Just... 97 uh 98 okay so this isn't all digital yeah no no you know this not is all, all digital, tape no no, okay. no this is tape so this is tape. 24 okay. this is okay. 2 inch 24 track adats were starting to leak out but we weren't using adats there we never used adats we rented some a couple times okay. but mm-hmm. but it's all tape and i'm um cutting my I'm cutting my teeth there I ended up mixing he was like a folk Americana um rock but like a light kind of rock and then reggae place so that's where I learned how to mix reggae stuff and I learned how to cut music like that Mm -hmm. and that's I remember I had up on my wall in my apartment I had like 50 CDs at one point and I said damn I've done 50 fucking records wow right mm. so that's where I learned how to engineer yeah. and I started getting the idea on how to make things sound better and mm-hmm. kind of go in there quick and knock stuff out mm-hmm. now those 50 are mostly other people's records and it was like, all other people's okay. records I did um, yeah I did like two records of my own the, the deal was when I started interning it was for every what was it? I can't remember. Every hour I worked, I got an hour of studio time. Oh, okay. Or, you know, some, deal. Yeah, it was, yeah I, can't, I can't remember the trade-off, but I ended up getting studio time, so then yeah. I would... But when you put the hours on a receipt, you're getting... Yeah. That's the yeah. best paid internship yeah. in the history yeah. of the industry. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he was adamant about that. He said, you got to get something out of it and give you studio time. Mm. So I... Uh, and then I ended up joining his band, and we made an album, and it was his it's still his best-selling album to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's put out a lot of projects. Mm-hmm. So I did an album with him and I toured, we toured like crazy. Uh, America, America, world tour? Uh, America, like all, but you know, it was all the North Midwest. So it was like Minnesota, mm-hmm. Michigan, North Dakota. Um, how many, how Iowa. big was the band? Like a five piece? Ten yeah, piece? it was like a five piece, okay. but it would just be me and him go out and then we'd pick up. He would okay. pick up like three people, okay. yep. right? Yeah. Right, yeah. because he was from up in that area. Okay. Right, so that's where I started. That's when I started touring. That's when I got my first tours, and I started grasping that concept. You know, when my father toured like crazy, and mm-hmm. so I started grasping what touring was, touring was like. And from there, I moved to another studio, and that studio is where I worked on the Temptations record, won a Grammy, the best R and B record of the year, and then. Mm-hmm. From there, like this is all, you know, 98, I started engineering. 99 was the Temptations record. Uh, wow, two, that's a fast two, record. 2000 was when I hooked up with Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was doing uh, James Cameron's TV show in 2000, and I was off and running. It was just like boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. It just, engineering was the key. Right. I said, I got to learn right. how to engineer. Yeah. Right. And I'm getting, you know, I'm still getting better at it. Like mm. I was where I was telling you, I was working right. on some stuff today and it's still like, it's, it's a science, man. Mm. It's like making a cake. You know, you do make the cake the same way every time. Mm. You're like, well, you know, this time, let me put a little mm-hmm. more of this. And was that too much? And is this going to add, you know, it's mm-hmm. mixing is cool. 
Is, are you influenced by the way the music is changing these days? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, mm. yeah. What's, it, what's exciting you? Oh, my God, man. Man, so so what's so cool is, you know, people love to crap on on rap, on hip-hop. It's a rap. Mm. Um, hip-hop is more of a culture. Rap is a music. Mm. Um, people love to say that they're mumble rappers, that they're not saying stuff. They love to, you know, back in my day. And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so glad I'm not the back in my day guy. Mm. Right? <laughs> right? That's the thing. Anyone who's bitching about new music isn't doing their homework. No, no. Because there's just more music and better music. It's, it's wild what's going yeah, on. It is. What's, like the like the, the low-end game, the 808 game, baseline shit, mm-hmm. it's bananas, man. This <laughs> shit is like, it's so much rhythm and the tones. Like, you know, you, you listen to the hip-hop in the 80s and 90s that we mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. and the 808 game is just boom, 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 boom. Now it's boom, 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 boom. And it's just like it's got this fucking bounce to it. So you're bouncing off of that. Then they decided to flip up the hi-hat game. So now the hi-hat's pushing a different way, right? And they got all these different tones to the hi-hat. Then these MCs, let's say you don't like them. Let's say they suck, okay? Let's say their lyrics suck. The melodies are ridiculous mm. so who I, I i've always said since i can remember it's mm. not what you say it's how, how you, you say, say it, it. Mm. right and they're saying stuff slick man those melodies they got vocally killing whatever we were doing in the, the 90s yeah killing you know biggie's dope you know everyone's dope but mm. you know it's a monotone flow sometimes you get a little you know, little movement in it mm-hmm. you bring some chick in to sing the chorus you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. you know you now it's it's to me i'm super excited and kind of blending those elements listening to commercials now that use that those elements of what's going on i love it i love it i'm on the chase wow (laughs) i'm on the chase i dig it to hear that i know i am yeah you gotta be thinking about the the 808 Mm. and the thing oh man listen to the rhythms and listen to the tones man it's it's crazy No, I'm not good at beat making. Let's just put it on the table. Yeah. I don't make the best beats in the world. Mm-hmm. And then you get the 808 and it's like the simplest machine in the world. Like you yeah. can't get a simpler drum machine. Yeah. But if you believe that, I encourage you to go back and listen to He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper, which is like mm-hmm. 80 straight minutes of 808. And there's no repetition in sound. There's no the, the shit Jeff was doing with an 808 back oh, back I in the day. I need to listen to that. I, mm-hmm. I, I need to listen to that because I still... The 808 stuff, it still never changed tonally, right? It was always like one note. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? So, you know, you, you can boom, 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 and you can elongate it or have short yeah. ones and have the kick. Mm. But to take those and start turning them into notes is crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy to me. No, if you feel if you feel limited by the 808, that's on you. And this yeah. is yeah. this is yeah. something that, that frustrates me is I feel limited by the 808 and mm. I know it's my it's my problem not yeah. the 808's yeah. problem yeah i mean what how how they figured out how to switch this up with the 808 is yep. stupid stupid mm. it's the coolest <laughs> thing ever <laughs> coolest thing ever yeah. and the first person to do it and i'm sticking to my guns until somebody corrects me mm. is Devonte swing mm-hmm. there's a group called jodeci kc and jojo and mm. Devonte is a savant mm. producer um and you listen to those records and he's pitching the 808s and those records were dope and that's the first time i can remember 808s getting pitched 
What, what are your opinions on the 808, Twinkie? <laughs> well, I've never been good at making beats. We, we make fun yes. of me all the time, but you know. That leads us into, are, that, yes, no, that takes us to who's the Ross. Yes. Yep. Where mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the question that I'll eventually ask is how'd you get hooked up with him? But the thing I learned that <laughs> night as I saw you teaching him how to scratch uh-huh. was that I think, I think everybody dreams of scratching. It's like one of those things yeah. everybody wishes they could do yeah. at a party. Yeah, one hour. Come visit my mm. Be a DJ for a Day class. Mm. Mm-hmm. Go to be a DJ for a day dot com. Come in an hour and I'll show you how to scratch. Wow. It's um, it's um, you know, <laughs> something too. that took a year yeah. to figure out. Mm. You know, us as we're kind of you know messing around the art form was just getting started mm-hmm. so you know we're doing what we think you know mm-hmm. and then after a year or so we're like oh this is what we should be focusing on mm-hmm. but i can get you just focusing on it within an hour and then you can come home mm-hmm. if you're so inclined and then you say oh man this is all i gotta focus on yeah yep. but i could show you hundreds of videos on my phone of five-year-old scratching and yep i had a 10-year-old in like two days ago mm-hmm. teaching her how to scratch and yep be so a I, dj.com yes. be a dj for a day for a day yeah well what if i want to be a dj yeah, for, for the rest life. of my life well then you got to come in for be a dj for a week <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you got the record collection all we got to do is get oh you know i'd love to start chopping those up uh, yeah, we gotta, up, no, the turntable's not. Yeah, we got to upgrade the turntable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. that one just, it just plays one. I just got, I got right. that one because it has USB and yep. I was digitizing. No, it's nothing phone. wrong with it. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you just need direct drive. So when you scratch, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it takes it takes back off. You hear that, darling? We need a turntable with direct drive uh-huh. immediately. Yes, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm listening. Priority He's going to use this one. to campaign for some expense. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's cute. been my dream. I realized last week this this has been my lifelong dream. Okay, so from from your interview with Ross, one thing that really stood out to me was how you. Oh, hey. Oh, are we live? You're live. Oh, you're live. oh, yes. Yeah, but right. it's no fun anymore because now you guys are looking. And now yeah, we're aware. Get to her. No, you had a it just, no, you seem just so comfortable on stage. And now it makes sense that you've been performing for a long time. You've been on stage. You're used to being in front of audiences. And it's because you come from a family of performers, people who've been performing. Now, what I wanted to ask you was. Yes, yes. So wh- what did your parents Think about this. Did they get to experience you doing your um, art in the same industry, but a diff- in a different way, using different channels? Was your dad? My dad, no. No? My dad, mm. no. My mom, yes. Mm. So my dad was a little, um, uh, is it intimidated? No, mm. um, um, the only star in the house kind of guy. Ah, okay. okay. Right, yeah, right. And yeah. didn't really foster any creativity in that way. Because mm-hmm. um, I know that there's two roads to choose as a parent. And I, he could have easily, like, oh, geez, let me work yeah, on this the, or yeah. Yeah. do that. Yeah. And like, you know, I came home one day and I had a bass given to me by a gentleman named Chuck Rainey, just one of the most phenomenal legendary bass players. And it was gone. And I asked my mm. mom, where is it? Mm. She said, I don't know. Found out the next day that my dad took it and sold it for some blow. Right. Oh. Right. Right. And you know, it's, um, it's traumatic, mm. but it's not really, you know, it's, it's to me, it's just a good story because it uh, really magnifies the lack of, support or like you know encouragement in that and especially what he came from so he came from he just figured this all out as a he he had this talent Mm. as a kid him and my uncle they were just seven eight years old and can play Mm. right so 
coming where he came from, which is nothing and being one of the best players in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So if I can't figure it out, I know he's thinking if he can't figure it out on his own like I did, mm-hmm. right? Then fuck it, right? Um, but was I'll, he an addict or was it uh, if, uh, he, recreational? He, he, yeah, yeah. You know, I think all of them were. Okay. You know, I think all of them were. I think he was also manic. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. he would go, he would go hot and cold like you were talking about your sister. Mm-hmm. So you know, everybody loves him. So you you run into anybody, you say his name, who mm-hmm. knew him, they'll mm-hmm. you'll see him freak out, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. meet people all the time that it just it's crazy. Mm. Um, but at the same time, he'll cut you out in a minute. Yeah. Right. So he had this manic thing, but he was such an incredible talent and such mm. an incredible energy, um, that you kind of overlooked it. Um, he, uh, I think all of them were addicts. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, all yeah. of them were, I mean, blow was just, you know, normal. It, it was yeah. the norm. So, mm. um, it's almost like, were you an addict because you were doing crazy blow or is just, you know, we all drink at a bar. Are we all alcoholics? Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm. Um. So yeah, you know, it's it's a thing to do. Mm. You know, this is a thing to fucking do. Mm. So I don't really put too much on the addiction, right? Yeah. Um, but it is a problem in my family, right? My mom's side and dad's side. I mm. see how it's. Did you have to fight with that, or you? I never, I've never done anything but smoke weed. Mm. I've never tried anything else. I was always terrified. Didn't smoke weed till I was 17 or 18 Mm -hmm. because I was an athlete and I'm like, oh, this shit's bad for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I took a little hit um, and then I slowly kind of progressed into it. Uh, Raving drinker. Mm. And I I always put extra on it that my wife is always like, no, yeah, (laughs) but but she's always like, no, it wasn't like that. But I've never had a boss, right? Mm. Yeah. You know, I've had a couple of jobs. I had the plumbing job in high school, mm. but I've never had a boss. So yeah. I've got, no, I don't have to, I can show up hot breath. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, at yeah. my job, I get free hot breath. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's, I'm on tour and mm-hmm. you know, part of the rider is I need two, uh, I need two bottles of scotch, you mm-hmm. know? And so I didn't, I've never had any monitoring mm. and then I've quit for like five or six years and then start yeah. back up. Mm. Um, but I quit, uh, four years ago now. Mm. Cause, um, I, why did I quit? Why did I quit? I can't remember why I quit. Sometimes there's no story. Swinky yeah. and I yeah. quit drinking and there's no yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people are expecting like a, a big yeah. dramatic yeah. night mm. or yeah. a blowout or a bottom out or something, but mm-hmm. I remember oh. because I drank, um, I got a, uh, DUI in 2010 mm-hmm. and then I said, I'm never gonna, if I ever put liquor on my breath, I'm never driving again. Mm. And 2016 I was at my friend's mom's funeral and I bought some liquor and afterwards we went to the house and I brought booze for everybody and we're Mm. hanging out and from four o'clock to 12 o'clock I had four drinks and it came like 1231 it was time to go home and I was all the way in Calabasas and I live in LA so it's Mm. a good 25 30 miles Mm. I'm like geez am I gonna call an uber an uber home and then have to come back here the next day and i was that and the other i said i'm not even Mm. drunk and i drove home and i said that's it i can't trust myself i don't trust myself anymore this is it this is bullshit i made a promise and i did so and plus you know i i I can't do one i don't know anyone that can 
I wish my, my, my wife can do one. Mm-hmm. I can't do fucking one. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. why even bother? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Me with tea. Yeah. No, it's yeah. definitely, it's the same thing in our house with tea. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so now it's coffee. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. And, and and we got an espresso machine, and my mm-hmm. wife is never big on coffee. You know, mm. she's. Yeah, but if, she's gonna, like, if it's going to be the one vice, you might as well do dude, it right. You uh, might as well enjoy dude, that shit. That Nespresso thing is mm. fucking awesome. And, <laughs> and, and my mom's got a crack machine at her house too. Mm. You go in there, and I end up shaking, and I crush two or three of them and all of a sudden I'm jittery and I say dude mom I'm coming over for some crack <laughs> yeah so that's it so now it's coffee yay see people but my, like coffee mm-hmm. so my dad didn't really foster it mm. you know he wasn't fostering it but my mom is super supportive and always down and she's been to shows she came to the show uh, mm-hmm. that, that I did where I met Aaron well, I didn't quite meet. I met him before the show, right? Okay. I, I don't think he came, but I think some people from the show might have come. Mm-hmm. But she came to that show, and I was uh, I showcased her in my show as well. Wow. So she gets it. She loves me. She mm-hmm. loves whatever I do. Mm-hmm. She doesn't matter. You know, she's mm-hmm. super supportive. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that grow up around musicians or grow up around artists that don't have the ability to do it, mm-hmm. right? To be comfortable and all that. For some reason, I'm comfortable, but. I don't see myself as comfortable. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you, mean? I, you know, I'm just kind of up there, kind of just doing my thing. But oh, okay. you know, but mm. it, but I don't, I don't look and reflect and look at myself like, man, yeah, you're so comfortable up here. Oh, mm. you know, you got yeah. this. Mm. But you know, after that show I did at Dynasty Typewriter, I people that I've known for 20 years were just jaws open, like, mm. holy shit, man, you, dude, you're so comfortable up there. You yeah. that, that is just natural and it took me back. It took me aback. Mm. All right. Like, yeah. man, I got something. Yeah. I got something. Yeah. Does getting a Grammy change shit or is it nah, basically the nah, same thing? Nah, but with the Grammy now? It's actually bullshit. Cause I, cause I didn't even recognize it for the first like five years. Right. What do you mean? Right? Yeah, like, you didn't no, no, it was you like, just chucked it in the closet. No, and no, it no. There. You know, you just got it mm. and I wasn't there or anything for it and mm. didn't know that it won for like a year or two. Oh, okay. Mm. Right. You know, yeah. and then you find out and like, oh, okay. You know, and well, that's cool. And, um, <laughs> and it, it, you know, and that's not why we do shit. Right. No, but, no. Right. So mm. then. But you have this idea that like you get a Grammy, oh, gra- Grammy, you get called the next morning from yeah, yeah. Doctor Industry. Yeah, so, no, it, it, no. I mean, look at how many people won Grammys. Mm. And yeah, see and see where they're at. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. So, at what what made me starting started to acknowledge it was there's this guy, there's this DJ guy, call him. Uh, Dada douche, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say his name. Nope, no, nope. no, his name no. is Dada douchebag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's my yeah. favorite DJ name. Yeah. I might buy it off you after the show is over. <laughs> and he was saying that he was a Grammy winner, mm. and I saw that this album that won a Grammy, mm. there was 18 songs on the record. The 14th song on the record had. 12 songwriters and, and he, he was, was one of the so songwriters. He was one twelfth of one eighteenth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, they make Grammys for everyone involved in no, the making of no. the No. Well, oh. well, you can claim it, right? Mm-hmm. Right? So the fact that he was claiming that really took me back and I'm mm. saying all all the people I know nobody has 
has been a part of a, you know what I mean? I don't know anybody in the circle that I'm in mm-hmm. that has, you know, the older people that I grew up with mm. have, but I don't know fucking anybody. And I'm like, fuck this shit. You know, I'm not getting enough respect anyways. People kind of uh, overlook me. Mm. Right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is bullshit. You know what? Yeah. Right. So then that's when I started acknowledging it and it carries a lot of weight for people. People are like, you know, people mm. want to only oh, put it up there. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I guess yeah. so. You know, I bring <laughs> so much well. more to the table, but if that's mm. going to um, move the needle, then we yeah. use the tools yeah. to mm. move the needle. Mm-hmm. Right. You do what you But you know, do. like from the outside looking in, that's the, that's the thing to get. Yeah. It's, you know what? He's I've so been, in, I've been in this from, <laughs> I've been in this business from day one. Mm. Yeah. Right. So I know people that have won them and just, doesn't mean shit to them you know Mm. toto i grew up with toto this Mm. group toto Mm. i never hear him talk about it yeah right diane warren uh brenda russell i never hear her talk about it Mm. right Mm. you know aunt brenda i've never once heard her bring it up because if you do it that's what you do and you don't use it as a you know people acknowledge it and you keep it pushing i've never heard anyone that it's just it's just part of the gig Mm. right Mm -hmm. right Wow. You don't hear Quincy Jones talking about it. You know, he's got it, but, mm. he, he, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know, you don't hear him in his sentences or saying or leaving yeah, yeah. off. It's mm. just, it is what it is. Mm. So, but growing up in it, knowing the movements, you know, this is all innate for me. This is all mm. second nature, right? Mm. So you see what the norm is. If you're an outside, you know, you're from a, uh, Iowa and then you come to LA mm. and you know you you are new to this you've been mm. in it 10 years and you're still getting acclimated you think I get that that's the end all and I'm off and running but I grew up around so many people that had that <laughs> yeah right and it's not the end all it's mm. just a piece to the puzzle and you know are they living in an apartment right now mm. you know it doesn't right. it doesn't change you know hall hall and oats I was just reading a hall and mm. oats oats I was reading oats and you know he's gotten he's like broke you know he and he had six houses and he had you know eight fucking cars and a plane and he had all this stuff and he's talking about how you know he blew it all and he kept his home in aspen and mm. you know he's cool and he wouldn't change you know this is what it is but mm. he had it all yeah so would you want that no to, to have and lose it all and then over the course all? of a life no I don't know. No. But what's I, all? But what's what, all? Yeah, what is yeah, all? Yeah, yeah. To, to have it That's all. That's the thing is we, we talk about this sometimes. We have, I feel like we have it all. Like we wake yeah. up happy. We mm-hmm. do our art throughout the day and we get paid enough that we can keep doing it and we mm-hmm. go to bed happy. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think five more houses would. No. Nope. Would make no. the, those mornings any more pleasant with mm-hmm. you. No. Wouldn't. Nope. And someone said it really good mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Why buy the house if you want a house in. Japan and you want a house in in man in Manhattan when you want to go just rent why buy a boat just rent yeah. the boat mm. and then if you end up spending more renting than you would buy buying. Yeah. then think about buying mm. and like oh that makes a lot of sense <laughs> yes. right that makes a lot of sense <laughs> rent really a either. castle don't buy a castle exactly. who does that exactly yeah. exactly mm. I plan to build my own castle darling right. oh <laughs> yeah, sand castle in the backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hope it doesn't rain. <laughs> Seashell door. Yeah. And then he comes and says, Jesse, what are you doing? Yep. Yep. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm so, pretty happy. I'm mm, pretty happy. You know, I, mm. I, I would, I'm trying, I'm constantly tightening things up and I want to be able to, um, 
you know, there's things financially that I want to be able to do, mm. um, you know, so I want to push harder and kind of tighten some of that stuff up. But, mm. you know, I think striving is part of what keeps us alive. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, we we count our lucky stars every day. We're mm. like, shit, man, we got this house. We've mm. I got the studio that I love. We're mm. making music. People are coming over. You know, it, it's it. I don't know what else to you know it makes me happy yeah you know yeah. people look at me people look at us my friends and stuff and they're mm -hmm. like jesus man you've been doing this since high school yeah i can't believe you know you guys are you've been doing what you love everyone's like you do what you love you're doing what you love it's yeah. amazing yeah and, and people uh, envy you if you're doing what you love yeah no it's yeah it's, it's not that far and like it you is saw how much this room changed we've got a microphone installed Finally, so, so, so Swinky can record her songs whenever oh, yeah. she wants. Uh -huh, uh -huh. That's a big deal. And she's deal. just down here eight hours, ten hours a day now yeah. doing, doing deal. her shit. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. Yeah. It changes yeah. everything to yep. be able to do your yep. art in your own home. Yep. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been one day in my life that there hasn't been a studio in my house. Think of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Think about that. Mm. Even if it's just a piano and mm. a recorder. Yep. 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 There's never been a day except when we were homeless. Mm. Right when we were homeless, Wait, we didn't stop. Rewind. Yes, I, I didn't know I that part that of the story. story. What's remember? You have an out happen? if you need. Oh, oh yeah, uh, it's down here. Yeah, oh. so, yeah. Uh, the, if you ever want out of a conversation, yeah, we have a bell. Beep. You ring the bell. Got we it, never come back it, to that. Yeah. Mm. I'm an open book, so that's part of my problem. <laughs> well, that's not a problem. Um, well, sometimes I overshare according to some people. I'm like, oh, what can I do? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't name that person's name, so I thought I was very proud of myself for stopping myself. Do the do shout stop. No, I like that. Um, name. I yeah, that no, one. no. Was I mean, this we were, you were homeless with your folks, or was that uh, after my, you moved my, out? My parents divorced. Okay, mm. and yeah, we were homeless. We were living in. A How motel. old were you when they split? Seventh, thirteen, seventh grade. Okay, mm. right. Seventh and grade. Who'd you end up with? Your mom, your dad, mom. or was it okay? Mom. And she said yeah. you guys went to a hotel. We and went to a motel. We were living a uh, car a couple nights. Mm. Uh, friend's living room floor mm -hmm. are uh, Brenda, the Brenda Russell. If you guys Google Brenda Russell, yeah. she's like Aunt Brenda. She went on tour for four months, so she let us stay at her house while she mm -hmm. was gone. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, a big deal because I ended up going to school down the street from there. And that my mom found an apartment mm. and she got her flow going. And, okay. and, and yeah. then, you know, you know, it, it was still, I remember sitting in my apartment, like right there mm. and there's no power on and, you know, we got no power. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling Tara, asking her out on a date to go mm. to, uh, to go to prom. But, you know, so we, is that your wife? No, yeah, no, no. Okay. It's mm -hmm. a, Tara Sims is a friend of ours still. Okay. Mm. But, you know, so, it, you know, we were always hand to mouth. Mm. Um, so except when we were homeless, I've always had a studio, yeah. even in my apartment, by in my room, I had a turntable and a tape recorder. Always had something. You doing okay? I'm doing good. I'm wondering what you were cooking up at Keeping Dynasty Typewriter. Is that the the unshazamable that you were doing at that? Yep. At that place. Yep. It was can you can you introduce our audience to that premise? Uh, unshazamable. Um, I own a publishing catalog uh, of a whole bunch of music that my parents wrote. And in that, like I told you, we had recording studios in our house. Mm. Um, after, so when I was 14, after my parents divorced and we got our apartment, my mom came to me and said, hey, do you want to run the publishing company? 
And I was like, sure, but what's publishing? Mm. Right. <laughs> right. So she started teaching me about it. Mm. So that's at the age of 14, 15. Um, so you fast forward that I understand publishing and I understand, um, you know, master rights mm. and sinks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was just stuff that was already existing, stuff that all the records that we already had songs on. And it's all that stuff that's already out there. Mm. Um, I knew the value of not selling the publishing, right? Yeah. Because you could yeah. sell it and get cash. But, you know, be at something that hits that publishing is, you know, that's that mailbox money. Yeah. It's there every three months. Mm. So when my dad died at his funeral, people started telling me, hey, I got these tapes that we recorded at your house. When my dad got a record deal, he had four albums come out mm. and he got a record deal and he would buy equipment so he could record his own music because he got tired of having to beg the studios and yeah. barter. So, you know, nobody had recording studios in the 70s in their house. Completely mm -hmm. unheard of. Like yeah. it's unheard of. But he did it. So all these tapes that were recorded were the demos that were taken to Dion Warwick and all these yeah. people saying, hey, you like this song? Yeah, we love it. So then they would do their version of the song. Mm. So I've got those demos and the demos are phenomenal. The demos are better than the actual versions that are cut. My mm. dad's albums, I've got the demos from his albums and the demos are better than the album version. Why do you Why reckon is that, that is? What yeah. happens? Because, just because it's raw? Because it's, you know, the, the, the philosophy is hire the best and let them do their thing. Right. right for the so, demo well just didn't know that's the philosophy the whole, the period whole. right i hire you to take pictures mm -hmm. i let you do your thing mm -hmm. i can't tell you what to do i'm hiring the best mm -hmm. and let you do your thing i can't micromanage you and say there hey, are you know. a couple clients i'd like to forward you to <laughs> explain yeah. that very very yeah. basic yeah. tell them tell them yeah. right <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the philosophy. So if you're jamming in the house, mm. you got the studio, you know, it's comfortable. You, uh, you know, you probably got a little schnitz and you mm. got a little drink. Mm. Um, and these guys are playing three sessions a day. You know, yeah. they're going out with a, a, you know, Michael session from 10 to one. And then they got a Fleetwood session from two to five. And then mm -hmm. there's another session. Then they're going out jamming. And these guys are playing music. It's it's fight or flight. Mm. Right. They have to play music in order to eat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now we don't have that struggle. Right. It's mm. not. This is my way out. So these guys are playing all the time. So when you say, hey, come over, I got this song to play. These guys are playing in their sleep yeah. and they're the best of the best. Mm. Yeah. Like, these yeah. are my dad's friends. They're all top notch guys. So mm. you come over, say, hey, let's do this song. Mm. One take song is phenomenal it's great yeah. it's not overthought it's not overproduced yeah. it's like it's funky and that's that mm. and then you take it and you go to the studio and you get a producer on it and then you start fine-tuning and you start recutting stuff and you're oh let's get this and mm. let's add that and let's yeah. put this and let's tighten that up and then this yeah, and, let's turn yeah. it, and then the label wants it to be this way and all of a sudden you hear it and you're like oh no it's good but i see why it didn't hit and then you listen to the versions i have and you're mm. like whoa what the fuck? And that shit is dope. Yeah, yeah. So when my dad died, I started getting those and I was like, what the fuck? This is dope. Mm. Why didn't they put this out? Mm. So then I started getting more and more. And then the people that I grew up around found out what I was doing, that mm -hmm. I've got unshazamable stuff. And they're like, dude, I got stuff in my closet too. So then it turned into a passion of the greatest musicians in the world that nobody knows about mm. who are amazing artists in themselves never get a chance to be artists because they've got to play their role. Hey, you're the bass player yeah. for Aretha, yeah. right? You're not, I don't want to hear what you've got. 
We yeah. brought you in for this. You're on tour with that person. I don't want to hear about what you got. Go get a record deal. Mm. Right. And mm. then it's like, well, you try to get a record deal and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work, but mm. you're still creative and you still want to write and you mm. still, so there's, these guys got amazing stuff. So I just keep collecting stuff. And I do a show called Unshazamable where I not only DJ it, but I stop and tell stories behind it. So I play a couple songs and then I'll tell a story about how the song was created. Who's created. Do you hear how this sounds similar to this? And you're like, yeah, "Yeah." well, it's the same musicians. Right. And it's the hire the best and let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. So that's those two. That's their thing. And you see how it translates to other people's shit. And it's like, wait, that's not really Dion Warwick's sound then, mm. right? That's these guys' sound. Because yeah. yep, yep, look, yep, yep, cause yep, it yep. sounds here, and it sounds like this on this record, and it sounds like that on this record. Yeah. So it became a passion, and then it's something that nobody can do but me. So I love the fact that mm. I've found something, found a niche yeah. where like nobody can fuck with me, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, you're a better DJ, or mm-hmm. you're more popular, mm-hmm. or you got hit songs, right? Or you, you know, you're this, yeah. but you start looking at the whole picture and all these little things that I've got, and it's like, whoa, that dude's got, he's got some shit, yeah. right? He's got some yeah. shit. So I'm really, really trying to, this is my focus, mm. Th- that and um, teaching people. Mm teaching kids how to DJ. I'm starting an after school program. Uh, so teaching kids how to DJ, helping people with music, helping them fine tune their skills, give them some of the knowledge that I have. Mm. I grew up around all these great musicians, even though I didn't learn from them hands on. Mm. I learned from them from afar. I grew up with a crew of people that we all learned. The buddy that I showed you, the Ableton story, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. right? Um, he's mm-hmm. the one that showed me how to use my two drum machines together. Mm. He's the one that is like, oh, this is how you, the MIDI program, and this is how you do it, right? So I grew up around people that were all feeding off each other. Now you got kids who want to do it, and they're looking at YouTube, right? And they think, oh, dude, I'm looking at YouTube. I'm like, well, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. Yeah. Right? Right? So you're looking at YouTube. I'm like, okay, they're they're coming to me. Yeah, I got a side chain compressed. Yeah, I need to, uh, I I need to filter sweep. Yeah, I need to, you know, this. And they hear Mm. all these terms and they're looking for it. I'm like, well, no, what you really need is this and this. Yeah. Yeah, Right? Yeah. And then come back or, you know, or come back to me or, you know, from here to here, you need to go here. All that other stuff, you're chasing your tail because filter sweeping it doesn't matter how you filter sweep. You don't have A, B, C, and D yet. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. filter sweeping is, you know, X, Y, Z. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So these kids don't even know that. So I, I feel like it's my duty mm-hmm. to get them going and mm. get them like, here, focus on this, focus on that, focus on this. And I have resounding effect, uh, uh, reviews and people right. are freaking yeah. out, freaking out. So th- those are my two passions. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Teaching and have, have, um, Record companies approached you about the the tracks that you've been finding. No, I've tried. Mm. I've uh, I've hit a I hit a brick wall, mm. trying so hard. I started to get sick, right? I started mm. to have like physical ailments, and I couldn't figure out why. And then I traced it all back to being stressed mm. because people weren't seeing what I saw, and then right. sometimes yeah. they would see it. And then I'd get there and mm. then they would disappear. And I'm like, you know, like Kanye, I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. He samples for a living. Right. I've got all of this. They were interested. Now they disappear. So I started getting frustrated. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I stopped doing that. Mm. And I said, my new program is I stopped working for a year. Mm. 
stripped everything down, fucking stopped everything, stripped mm. everything, and then started adding piece by piece. And then if I added a piece and it felt weird, then mm. I got rid of it. Mm. So now my focus is making people come to me. Right. Wow. This might be this <laughs> might be considered leading the witness, but um, like, do you reckon the the music industry has changed a good fair bit in the last ten twenty years? To the point that I wonder if it's even worth stressing at all if labels aren't coming to Interested, you. Interested, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's not. Um, you know, like, you, you, you want the labels. What you want are the artists. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, and you want the managers and you want the people that are interested in your art mm. to work with those artists mm. that are getting songs placed. So, yeah. you know, so going to the label, hey, Get me a record deal. No. Not when you can, not now when you can just put your own art out. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the day of the gatekeeper is a little bit yeah. behind us at mm. this yeah. point. It, yeah. it seems. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So don't, don't make, don't, don't make yourself sick over no. label interest. No. No. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't label interest. It was or, more like, you know, like even producers. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. dude, mm. this is crazy. You got to take this. This is yeah. amazing. It's like, look, I'm not making the music for you. Mm. Here it is. You love that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Take yeah. it. Sample. Let's mm -hmm. go. And so unshazamable is my way to get people to come get the shit from me. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right? Oh, and I like this plan. Uh, the problem is now that it, because it's so nice. I listened to what you were playing at the at the Who's Ross show. <laughs> and mm -hmm. the problem is now, I, you know, you want to shazam it and have it for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, what, what do we, what do you do if you want the music and it's... Book me go, for a show. Yeah, go oh. out to a show. Okay. Book me for a show. That's the I only way. A, you're not going to sell it. You're not, not going to make not it, yet, package but that, it for those not, of us that can't. Not yet, but that might be part of my problem. I'm trying to mm. work through mm. being a hoarder, mm. so to speak, with mm -hmm. it because I keep thinking once I get it out, then I it's not shazamable anymore. Mm. But there's a point to me, like it's coming. It feels like you know it's going to be a point you're coming soon where you're going to put it out mm -hmm. and it is going to be shazamable. Mm. And then I'm just going to switch it over into uh, the lost songs of legendary musicians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, but that's going to be when I figure out the right distribution and how right. I'm putting it out correctly mm -hmm. and how I can mm -hmm. monetize mm -hmm. here goes, right. um, uh, what do I got here? <laughs> what do I you have? You want to make out? Here? <laughs> You're such a silly goose. <laughs> what do I have here? <laughs> oh, here's This song was in the movie, The Warriors. If you ever look ahead, you might fall behind. Right? Yeah. So that's my dad wrote that song. That's him singing, playing yeah. keyboards and organ. Mm. So I've got shit like that. I'm like, that's fucking pretty cool shit. So wait, that's been published already, though? It was the song the has been published, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but... Uh, I own this version. I mm. own this master. Right. I own the publishing to this. Right. And this version was never released. Does that oh, make sense? Oh, it was just used in the movie, but it, it was used in the movie, but yeah. a different version of it was used in the movie. Yeah. Oh. Right. Right. Yeah, so this yeah. version, I actually own the music mm, mm. and I own the publishing. Mm. I, the version that was used in the movie, I can't go take that yeah, version yeah. and say, hey, 
license this. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. this version because I keep the whole pie. Mm. <laughs> right? Good. You think about your 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 future. Yeah. Your and mm-hmm. then this is something he wrote for the uh, Michael Jackson album that didn't get picked up. It's kind of got wow. that, yeah, got that no, little mic totally, feel. You, can, you right? can feel it in there. Yeah. And he wrote that song with this guy named David Palmer, who was mm. the original lead singer of Steely Dan. And when they got together, I listened to the songs they wrote. Mm. Like, oh, you guys, they had a really cool fucking thing going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's the same partnership where it's like you get with this guy and you get this style of music together and you yeah. get all these little partnerships and you yeah. see where, where it all takes you. It's uh, shit's fucking dope. Yeah. Shit is dope. Yeah, I've got a ton of stuff like that. I have the master. <laughs> <laughs> so you get out there. You're, you're making your own music. You got your studios set up. Mm-hmm. Um, you grew up with these people, the, yeah. you know, legit yeah. performers, legit artists. Yeah. Who are the people that you're in the studio with? Chuck D. And you're like, holy shit. Chuck D. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say it before finish. I was going to say, I know I'm Chuck D. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about him? What, he's what the greatest was... person on the face of the earth. He's such a great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing artist, his brain, his personality. Uh, he's never changed gears. He's never switched his program. Um, um, you know, he's never chased anything. Yeah. Right. He's, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. I got really fortunate to meet him and partner up with him in 2000. Mm. I met them in 2000, like I said, and I've been partners with them ever since. Yep. He's the one. Okay. He's the one. <laughs> he's the one. I'm going to have to look him up. Super, super yeah, public enemy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Say, say that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chuck D from public enemy. <laughs> okay. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Yeah. Swinky didn't Swinky. grow up around here. No. I'm, yep. Yeah, I'm a foreigner. Where, where in Europe or? No, Kenya. Kenya? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. God, I've never been. I'm dying to go to. Really? I've never been to the African continent. Ah, man. It you kills me. Yeah, it's killing me. It's killing me. I think you, you would enjoy it if yeah, you t- it took I your know. family. Wait, do you have children? No. No? No. You'd, you'd enjoy it. You and your wife would have a really good time. Yeah, I'm, I'm dying to go. Mm. I'm dying to go. Um. I haven't been to that continent and I haven't been to Antarctica as a continent. Oh. Right? Oh, why would you go there? Well, because I'm trying to go everywhere. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Am I going to Antarctica alone if I go? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Unless okay. global warming makes it, you know. <laughs> Unless we're all going to Antarctica because yeah. it's yeah. the only inhabitable yeah. place left. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Good no, to know where no, you stand on that. no reason to go and be cold. I'm still getting used to the idea that Los Angeles gets cold. Yeah, it does get a little, you know, yeah. it jumps in. It jumps in your bones in a weird kind of yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. No, does. I told you, it's a desert. It's still a desert. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's, not it's, it's, it's Mediterranean. Oh. It's a Mediterranean climate. Okay, I did not know that. You have dunked on me twice on this <laughs> yeah. episode, sir. He, he has been yeah. telling me that it's a desert since we no. arrived, and he's like, does this get cold no. at night? Nope, it's, it's, this is Mediterranean. It's like I've been saying the whole time, darling. It's a Mediterranean <laughs> climate. It gets cold. Really? I mean, do you see palm trees in the desert? I don't think well, like I, I no I'm I'm just trying to think I don't know if I've been to deserts that have palm trees. Oh okay, you've probably traveled a lot more than I have. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. No? Like mm. 
you have palm trees? No, no. I mean, palm trees are in Mediterranean climates. Climates. Here's the thing. I don't yeah. know anything about palm trees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except I kind of worry when I walk under them because if that shit falls on you. <laughs> right. 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 Those, uh, those, uh, leaves. The fronds. Yeah. fronds. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how they stay up so high. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's that's my old man take on palm right? trees. <laughs> yeah, look it up. This is a we're in a Mediterranean community. I believe it. It's dope. I like it's dope. it. Yeah, I, that's like it. A, I mean, this place is nuts, man. Mm. L.A. is. I've, I've been a few places, mm. and um, I I love like places that I go. Like I'd live in Japan in a hot second. Mm. But L.A. is. You perform over there at all? Yeah, yeah, but L.A. is. Dude, you can make a hundred grand a year walking dogs. In Los Angeles? <laughs> and you can spend a hundred grand on, yeah. on an apartment yeah. and yep. groceries. Yep. Yep. I know I know a couple of people that make over a hundred grand walking dogs. Are they professional dog walkers? Yeah, fucking you got the right clients. Oh. You know, yeah. you're walking yeah, yeah. dogs, you get the right clients, yep. you're making you know, I don't you know, I I don't can't do the math real quick, but yeah. mm. but but I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So out here, man, yeah. out here, mm. there's a lot that you can do mm-hmm. where you're not really afforded those in different cities and countries. Mm-hmm. And the weather's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. So you're getting all that and the weather's amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, like that. no, I'm not. I'm just thinking Swinky and I came up in Japan. Like I, I moved out there when I graduated and she was there from college. That's where we met. Oh, and, wow. Um, wow. Where we started our careers. Wow. Mm-hmm. And there sure as shit is a ceiling over there. There is. Yeah. And Absolutely. we were banging our heads on it. And that's yep. exactly why we came here. So yeah. I'm looking at you with like, see, is, it wasn't yeah. a completely arbitrary here. decision. It does make sense. Yeah. To yeah. Be in Los yeah. yeah. Even if we hit our heads on a ceiling, it'll be an inch taller at least. Least in LA, and, and the weather's better, mm-hmm. and the weather's yeah, and you can go oh, to the sure. beach, mm-hmm. yep, right, yep, mm-hmm. and the sun's facing at you, not mm-hmm. behind your back, mm-hmm. yep. So, oh wow, <laughs> right, yeah. you think about these things, yeah, yeah man, yeah. When, when you're at the sunset and you're mm-hmm. like, why is it at my back? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh wait, I'm facing east. Mm-hmm. I'm like facing west yeah, on the no, sun. Okay, yeah, I gotta face west. I gotta face west. Yeah, you don't want no Jersey sunset. Those yeah. are bullocks. Yeah, man. You want an LA sunset, girl? This is yep. very silly. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yep. Just turn. <laughs> no, but you want to see it over the ocean, like yeah. reflecting off the off yeah. the water. All right. Yeah. I want to okay. see it reflecting from off the rooftop of the Ritz Carlton with twenty five dollar drinks. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they taste better when they cost that much. Yeah. I used to sing at Ritz Carlton in Tokyo. Oh, really? Yeah. The wow. Drinks are very expensive. Yeah, man. Pew, I think you came once to see me there, and you guys had tea, and it cost. I don't know how oh, much. Oh, Matt 50? and I went? Yes, yeah. No, it was <laughs> so expensive. It was $50 for two cups of tea. <laughs> yes, it's like, okay. Holy crap. I'm 50 gonna... yen or? Uh, $50. $50. Wow. It was like 5,000 yen because wow. there was a seating fee and then the drink. Got it. And yeah. Got it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They're not messing around. No, no, no. no, no. Have, you ha- have you heard of Avex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, so I, I did a publishing deal with Avex. Oh, yeah. did they treat you well? Um, it was the best deal I ever did. Best, best deal I yeah. ever did. You, 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 you ask. What? Ask. Ask what? What's? No, I know you have more questions for, for, uh, How'd you hook up with Aaron? With with Aaron. He saw me. He saw me at the Dynasty typewriter Mm -hmm. at the, um, what are they called? I got a question. How does he pitch his show? 
How did he rope you he in? Gets, he just gets the best, best guess. How did he rope me in? Yeah. How do you, how do he trick you into getting on allow that stage? I couldn't believe he got you on the show. <laughs> I'm so shocked. When did this become the slam Aaron? No, 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 not slam Aaron. He's just what? What does he say? It's a magic yeah, tongue. I want to know uh, what he do, says. Do you remember how you got me to come on this show? Um, <laughs> Col- I took photos of you. You followed me on Instagram, so I was like, okay, this guy. I'm not. I'm, I'm not persona non grata. I'll, I'll reach out. And you reached out, and yeah. and here he is. And said what? What did I say? I said. What did you say, Pew? Uh, that I liked your appearance. Is that what I said? That I liked your appearance at uh, Who's the Ross, yeah. and that we'd love you, to have you on the show. Yeah, you just asked me to come, okay. and I came. No trick to it. That's right. it. Really? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, Aaron said that I got a show and do on blah blah blah, and I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. You know, so. My theory, mm-hmm. say yes, figure it out later. Mm. <laughs> hey, Swinky, does that yeah. sound uh, like yeah. like advice you need yeah. exactly yes, right now in your does. life anyway? I know, yeah. I'm learning how to do that. Yes. Just, say, just yes say yes, figure mm-hmm. it out later. If, yeah. it, if it doesn't feel right, you know, then you say no. Right. But, mm. you know, I mean, this is a mission of mine, too. I'm mm-hmm. trying to spread the word. I need mm. to I need to get kids into my into my realm mm. i need to give people this knowledge that i have mm. the way that shit's set up right now everything is so isolated yeah you know mm-hmm. e- everything is just on the phone right. you know, everything mm-hmm. is hey i think i could i can teach myself online i can mm. you know learn math online it's like dude what happened to a classroom right. what happened to you know interaction mm-hmm. so I'm trying to keep some of the interaction alive. Mm, mm. And I'm was, so isolated. I live at home. You know, I got my studio at home. You mm-hmm. never have to. Well, right. I could yeah. just be yeah. there. I could just stay there all day long. Mm. Right. What, what about agents? Aren't there there's some. There's some agents mm. I've. Um, agents. Um, bullshit. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, I've, uh, I've got. I keep a foot in the world of screenwriting, and that shit just went nuclear in the last year. The the agent screenwriter yeah. relationship, and I'm wondering how agents only want you if you've already got something they want, right? They only want you if you're generating money or if you're already yeah. popular. Nobody wants to build anything. Oh, so you've got to. Mm. be built already for them to want to do anything with you but you're at but the at point, point you don't need but you're at that point then why do you need yeah. them yeah right? no it's the same thing with like the major label the the gatekeeping is is, yeah. is yeah. A, yeah. A, a, it's a different era mm-hmm. I was just, we got to do it ourselves you yeah. know we gotta you know mm. th- there's power in numbers mm. did you and always we, have the hustle like a, we yeah, walked out of the room know, and you start. You, yeah, is that, you know, young in a weird. You yeah, you know, I was the manager of our DJ group in high school, mm. and I had that very business minded approach. I got a lot. I got that from my mother. Um, we're very pragmatic. Mm. Kill three birds with one stone. Mm. Um, numbers. I love numbers. I could have been an accountant. When mm. I really I, like, I like that stuff. Um, we had something to offer, so people were coming, you know, so yeah. it wasn't a big pitch, you know, it's mm. like, hey, man, you needed, you know, it'd be nothing more than just me out. Hey, you go to a party? Oh, you should get us to DJ. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but, but it was never begging. People were coming. Hey, dude, you guys, you know, we did all the parties out here in the Valley. We were killing it. Mm. So it wasn't, it's easier to pitch and work on shit that you're passionate about. 
but people want to hire me as a salesman mm. for a company. I'm like, oh, dude, no, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then uh, promoting yourself is hard. So I'm still not good at it, right? I'm still not like, mm-hmm. hey, come use me, come get me. I want to, you know, the, the, you got to, um, I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. I got people that, you know, believe in me mm-hmm. and then they say stuff and then they say, hey, let's do this. Mm-hmm. But I'm still working on that. But there's a fine line, right? Where you become arrogant and annoying. Yeah. And yeah. Like, dude, shut <laughs> up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So my way is let me just keep teaching people. Yeah. Let me just keep teaching. Let me keep making music. Mm. I'm still trying to figure out how to put this music out. My own music. I'm trying yeah. to find that little lane where I can make, create, and get it out. Mm. Make, create, get it out. And I'm still working on that little part. It's a little, it's rough for me. Mm. I'm done. I mean, I make a ton of music mm. and I keep saying, it's fucking music, man. I got to stop making. I got to start figuring out the other second, third half yeah, of it. Getting it out to Yeah. People. Yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, this music means nothing. Mm. At the end of the day, you mm. know, this is it's how it's how you market it, it's how you promote it, mm. right? And it's where you're putting your energy into distribution wise. Mm. And we have the ability to distribute now where we didn't have that before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Market, that's a huge one. Right. Mm-hmm. And market. We got the ability to market for free. We got mm. the ability to market for fifteen dollars on Facebook. You know, you yeah. can do these campaigns. So yeah. that is and there's so many jack fucks that want to market you right oh, you know <laughs> do, do, do yeah i mean how many people hit, hit hit you up on ig saying oh i love your ig page oh yeah i can get you and it's like oh my god these and these are real followers not yeah. bots. blah 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 blah, blah. Yep, yeah, yep, it's yep, garbage yep, yep. it's garbage mm. it's not it's so you know so it still comes back to us having to do our shit and believe yeah. in kind of what we do and yeah. how can we create this stream i've created a nice little uh brand and marketing thing in this small little world mm. right and i'm just trying to figure out how to grow that and yeah. get more people onto the shit and it's working people are digging yeah the music like people are digging how can they not it's yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, yeah. you know well they mm. they cannot they cannot but agents and managers mm. are mm. Yeah, I, I just don't see it yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't see it these these managers do they pretend to do amazing things for people oh, mm. I, oh I got you this no I think they called you yeah. and, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. and said hey can we get that yeah. it's like you didn't create this yeah. it's like no you've got that major artist that's mm. signed to you mm-hmm. he's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you We're pitching? Yeah. Yeah. What are you pitching? Mm. You pitch Cardi B to Pepsi? No. Yeah, did no. Pepsi come to Cardi B? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You know? Yeah. Yeah, so, so, but us as a team, mm. you know, we feed off each other. Mm-hmm. We post his pictures, tell mm-hmm. him how amazing he is, right? Let people know the same thing with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And just, that's the only way to do it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I like that you said we're a team. Yay! Congratulations, you're on a team. Yay. Thank you. I'm welcome, on a team. welcome to the team. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> you mostly are today. I am. It's huh? a good day, and it I'm so glad. Day. And I'm so glad you came. Okay, I'll say this. Say it, please. Terry, no further, darling. No, no. I, I'll say it. I'll say it. Well, hold I, on. Okay. What do you think? Should she say it or not at this I, point? Dun, 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 dun. I think. No, I, I'm, I'm just, okay. What I want to say is I'm really honored that you made time for us. The f- I feel the same way. Yeah? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No, it's just, I saw you on stage and Pew said you might come. And I thought, oh, okay, that, 
okay. And I, I thought nothing of it because I didn't think that someone of of uh, your of your caliber sounds insulting. I don't know what what I, what I want to say. What I'm just saying is I'm I'm grateful that you came and it's really nice to have you in our home. I'm grateful. I, I mean, I'm grateful that you guys even give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. How can yeah. we not? Were you not there? <laughs> 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 you nah, must be in the audience nah, when you're nah, performing yeah, that. I, I don't see it. I, I, yeah. I don't see it that way. I, I was really taken aback by the feedback I got from the uh, Dynasty typewriter show. That really fueled really? me. Yeah, I was taken aback. Absolutely. Some people that I really mm. respect. Mm. That you know, I thought wouldn't you know, mm. effusive man. Like yeah, like, yeah. like three executive producers. Yeah different or like just all over it like oh you, oh man mm. people are i want to say falling over themselves but mm. they're like hey we, we can help you yeah right and yeah. that's the help mm. right they want to help build yeah these guys are like i see this yeah you know you need to rework it like this and that and i'm like you know hey i don't want to burn any bridges with you or right. but you know this is what i think i'm like sounds good he said you're not mad i said no man i want to hear it all yeah but you know you, you i can just give you what i got this mm. is i got a lot of shit mm. right i don't quite know how to organize all of it but i got a lot of shit to mm -hmm. work with and in fact you see that there's something there to work with yeah and you think you can organize it mm. i need help organizing it please and then those people help you build right mm -hmm. and then some shit happens and then who are you going to work with the people that help you right. build i got this marketing branding marketing company mm. met him on airbnb <laughs> he came to my dj class yeah. and was like dude we gotta, we gotta hook you up. Yeah, we gotta, dude. You can do this. You can do that. And I said, yeah, let's let's go. Let's say something. They said, dude, I think you should rebrand what you're doing. I said, all right, cool. They're like, and really? You tried and it's starting to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nice to say yes and let figure it out later. And then they took one stab at it. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, the color scheme is fresh too. Yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, really? He said, dude, you're like the easiest client we ever had. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are good. <laughs> yeah. But they give a shit. Mm. Right? Yeah. So from all that, I can trust you to reach out if you ever need photos moving forward. If you're doing another set of Dynasty Abs or something, you'll, you absolutely. I don't have to worry about you being absolutely. shy, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> good, good, absolutely. Good, 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 good. I would have yeah. done more at Dynasty, but they got me scared. Because they were like, you can't do videos, you know, without paying. You, you can't play videos or take well, videos? Well, no, like tape videos, you know, oh, okay. because it's like, you know, we, I, I got the inclination from them that they thought that I might be taping it to sell it, you yeah, know, like yeah, doing yeah. the live thing. Um, so I was a little apprehensive. So mm. I, I, I got like next to nothing of the show. But in hindsight, I could have done something where I at least I needed to capture more shit from a further distance so I could see yeah. what I'm doing. So yeah. I don't really oh, get yeah, to yeah, see yeah, like, yeah. you know, my shit. Yeah. And then I'm so critical. It's like, I can't look at myself, do stuff, but I need to see it. So I know kind of yeah. what to work towards. But next time I'm going to make sure I get the okay. shit proper. Okay. Okay. We'll do, we'll do stills. Absolutely. Mm. We'll help you out. What's on your mind, Swink? You're looking very. No, I want to know today. when is your next show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I got, a, we're supposed to get on the phone. Mm -hmm. um, so here's, Here's here's something really good for you. Mm -hmm. The promoting part, like, you know, doing shows is rough, like DJing. Mm. I got tired of DJing in L.A. because it's dealing with these uh, 
cocksucking club owners, <laughs> right? Where it's like, oh, you know, we do 10 grand on Fridays and uh, you got to rent it. You know, there's, mm. there's always this, we'll give you a Tuesday night or Wednesday. You know, I feel like you're doing you a favor. So, mm. you know, I've had a lot of success. I've been doing clubs forever, but mm. I got to a point where I'm like, yeah, this isn't, this is, I'm not feeling this anymore, mm-hmm. right? The, the hus the, the juice is not worth the squeeze. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, um, that's when I pulled back. That's when I reassessed, yeah. right? That's when I stopped working. That's when I, and I said, you know, I'm going to do these DJ classes. I'm going to start teaching people. That's going to be my going out instead mm. of me going out and DJing. Mm. I'm going to do that shit here. It's been 10 times more valuable to me. It's mm. been even financially better, you know, walk into my studio for an hour <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Teach, yeah. Teach six people and then come back, and that's it, like it's brilliant. Yeah. So now I'm only focused on touring, right? Mm-hmm. And going out and going to different countries and different cities and doing shit. Mm-hmm. Now, I say that to answer the when's the next show. Mm-hmm. I got 60 people there to buy tickets, which is pretty incredible, mm-hmm. right? In yeah. LA, it's yeah. tough yeah. to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. At 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday right. for my demographic. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little intimidated. Like, how am I going to do that again? Right. But I know I need to do it again. Cause everyone's like, dude, you got to do this again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're on, you got to keep going. Mm-hmm. So it's the promoting aspect of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I need like dynasty to help promote, or I need like the next, pr- I need, you know, I just got to keep it going. I know I got to keep it going, mm-hmm. but it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's hard <laughs> yeah you know I, 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 I know. Well, right right i don't want to say it's yeah. hard but it's mm. like it's more important than the show yeah you know yeah. what i mean it's something we yeah. run into a lot in a this lot. house because mm. swinky's like a, an incredible singer uh but sh- we're not good at promo at like we're just not good at instagram we're not good at event right yep. we're just not good yeah. at promoting shit yeah and it's you know it's nice to be blessed with the talents that we've been blessed with um, and sometimes we're swimming against the current with the talents we were not blessed with. Yeah. So if, yeah, I if, know that when feeling. When preparing for the show, you find yourself only worrying. I mean, mostly worrying about who's gonna turn up, yeah. how many people yeah, actually yeah. will actually buy the tickets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's you it's a uh, mm. yeah. It's 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 rough. Mm. And the Dynasty show was my dream come true. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for a venue like that. Like I wanted to do my show in a theater. I was doing it at like an off, off the beaten path kind of places to mm. make it kind of quirky. And that's, mm. you know, um, but, and then it's the same kind of thing. Oh, you mm. can get a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, yeah. and, you know, and um, the amount of work that we put in to try to get people there was just, we, we were like this, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. But then the dynasty came and I'm like, that's worth it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. worth the hustle. That's mm-hmm. worth it. And we both were like over the moon. Or like that's it. Didn't feel nearly as much. It didn't feel like nearly as much as work because mm-hmm. I knew it was a dope venue and mm-hmm. I knew I could guilt people into coming. It's like, dude, you gotta <laughs> yeah. come. It's like, it's like he, 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 right, you have it's to come. Yeah. yeah, you have to come. This is the one. I'm mm-hmm. not taking no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's everything. <laughs> it really is. Like mm-hmm. being able to do your art when you're an artist. Mm-hmm outside of your comfort zone mm. and then having some success outside of the comfort zone. It feels like you're just starting. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It is. It is. Mm. Um, you don't know everything that's going on in Swinky's life right now. And 
That's okay because you don't have to because I do. And I'm telling you that the sentences you just said, like if I was writing a screenplay, uh-huh. that's how appropriate they like that's third act shit right there. Nice. So yeah. very, you hit the nail on the head without yeah. having nice. any idea, which nice. <laughs> blindfolded. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's um, something that I got from my dad. Is that encouraging like he's you know there's people that he's like he would just prop up and just give him all of this like shit mm-hmm. um I, my mom's not like that at all mm. <laughs> my mom is nah man <laughs> nah man she's an introvert she's like yeah she's not at all mm-hmm. so i see some of the things that you know that i get in my mm-hmm. dad do mm-hmm. you hear something crazy yes like the fucking singer like he's bad mm-hmm. right mm-hmm terrified of performing your dad he had to be behind a piano and he had to be behind a piano and not square to the audience really his manager um his manager ken fritz was telling me the story that they were doing a showcase Mm. you know and he would turn his back to the audience when he was singing no, couldn't okay. get him to couldn't get him to do that as bad as he was like that's crazy yeah crazy and then no, i look at all the clips or anything i have and mm. it's always a piano and the piano is it's usually angled it's usually angled mm-hmm. i remember you know he was um when he was broke, my, you know, my parents split and mm-hmm. he was broke and struggling mm. and he didn't have a car. Uh, he was really good friends with Rick James. Mm. So Rick James called, you know, he said, hey, you know, so Rick James bought him a car. Like old Cutlass, you know, mm-hmm. used to get around in there. I remember he would ask me to load his car up with him. I moved in with my dad after a while. That's mm. a different story. Mm. And um, so I'd load his car up for him. And the way he'd ask was always like, oh, Jesus, motherfucker, man, you know, he'd. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I went I went to a gig with him and he was playing with this reggae band and it's a pseudo uh, whatever mm-hmm. and he took this solo and he started singing and I remember being fucking you know there's like 15 people there and I mm-hmm. remember sitting there like the fuck yeah goosebumps and like yo dude mm-hmm. what the and you hear him against, you know, the other people he's playing with. Mm. And it's like, okay, these guys are, you know, you hear that. Like, wow, fuck, man. Mm. Y'all never forget that tear in your eye like yeah. crazy. Yeah. So he played with Bob Dylan and it used to drive him crazy because Bob can't really sing. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm. Or, you know, tune his guitar. Mm-hmm. So it used to drive him crazy, mm. you know, <laughs> but I get it. But I get it. And then plus my dad had four records out. Mm, mm. So he's like, I know I'm good. People signing me the deals and I'm good. And it's like, mm. I need to be out front. But then he mm. got the chance to be out front and couldn't cool. stand in front of an audience, yeah. which is crazy. And it's crazy to see me where, oh, man, you look so natural and yeah. comfortable out there. And I'm like, oh, it's interesting the things that I got. And mm. so I got some shit to work with. This yeah. is, um, I fucking love this. Yeah. I, I-, I love it. I got a question of the heart. Yeah, tell me. So you got your folks who are, yeah. they're coming up, they're, they're doing their work uh, when the volume is is high in, yeah. in the scene. Yeah. Like it's a loud scene. It's a big scene. Yeah. People are doing it mm. big. Yeah. 
Um, Money's getting thrown around. Yeah. You know, yeah. musicians are making triple scale. There's, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, There's yeah. record deals to go around. Mm-hmm. There's, yep. Yep. That's the only way to put records out is mm. hiring musicians and studios and there's money flowing. Mm. Yep, yep. Yep. And they, they split when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. And so you're growing up. I'm sure it's not all good habits you're seeing in the generation above you, but you're married three decades now. Yeah. Man. Like what, what, what habits did you have to break with? Like, was there stuff that you knew you consciously had to not do like the, a few, well, yeah. You How know, do you make that work coming up in that? Uh, um, I remember when we first moved in together mm. that I said, I'm not going, excuse me, I'm not going out. I can't go out until our relationship is strong. I made a conscious decision not to go out, right? So that was something innate in me. She grew up in the music business too. Mm-hmm. Her father is, Fuck. <laughs> like it bothers he was he was in a group mm. with buddy miles him and Jimi hendrix okay so <laughs> that, that yeah Jimmy he hendrix. was like the first black man to be uh, sponsored by ibanez mm. he listened to the earth wind and fire records michael jackson records it's him playing guitar on it uh bunch of mini ripperton songs my mm. wife's my wife's godmother's mini ripperton mm. Her godfather, Stevie Wonder. I could show you Stevie Wonder clips where he's right there. Mm. Like he's like him and my dad, like they're from different circles too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My dad was doing this genre and these people. And so I say that to say is that Mm. she grew up like I did. Mm -hmm. So so she got it. So she knew that she mm -hmm. just got it right. There's none of this explaining shit you know there's none of this where are you at or you're gone too long you need to do this and you know this isn't working you're not making money doing this and you need to like never any of that so I think Mm. that's a big part of it Mm. she's never once I've been the one not Mm. once not even fucking hinted Mm. not even nothing has Mm. ever said you gotta stop and do something else never I've been the one who's, you know, like, hey, you know, maybe I should maybe switch I should, and do yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Never, 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 never. Wow. You guys were lucky to find each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's uh, when, when Swinky and I started going out, um, we got a lot of that, like, two artists. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wish people could understand, like, there's just stuff she knows about what I'm doing and how I'm doing mm. Yeah. My work and there's stuff I know about the things that she needs to do her work at yeah. home. Yeah. And out about um yeah. that that yeah, mm. that makes perfect sense. It yeah. totally all clicks yeah. into place when, yeah, when so you, it makes it it makes it a lot. I think that's part of the I think that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes you guys com- compatible. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I've come a long way. I've Thank I've been you. I've been uh pleasantly surprised. Mm of some of the things I've done, I've dreamed of things that I haven't even dreamed of that have happened. Mm. It, it's a trip. I mean, only owning the marijuana shop mm. that was never dr- even thought of that. That fell on my feet. And I said, yes, figure it out. Yeah. Fucking crazy. It was fi- 2005 to 2011, 2012. Mm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And then now I got a license now and yeah. we're trying to figure out how to get up and running. Again. It's like, it's, I was like, this is, so it is a good business. 
it can be. It's okay. really, it's really, it, when we were doing it, it was really good. We mm. were, you know, it was fantastic. Mm. Now that they're starting it up and there's all these weird rules and yeah. there's all these complications Road, yeah. they're having and mm-hmm. you can't open up yet because they're still, but um, it's the golden ticket mm. and everyone wanted one. And now that you have one, you have mm. people are kind of downplaying it a little. Like, uh, oh, well, you know, uh, California's messed up and mm. it's not with this and it's not that. I'm like, okay, so you don't want it? Mm. Right? <laughs> right? What are you saying? Right? No, it's just hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, called, it's called negotiating. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've done some pretty cool things and I'm really looking forward to this next shit. I always feel like the next thing is always coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been saying this like for the last m- month, month and a half. Mm. I think this is the happiest I've been. This is the first time where it's all been under my own terms, where I haven't had my wagon hitched to something else. Yeah. That if that hitch came off, I would need to re-strategize, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, okay, well, I'm not partnering with that anymore. Okay, well, how am I going to, okay, well, I can't do that. All right, well, maybe I uh, this. Let me figure yeah. out how to move this way and how am I going to move that way. It's like, oh, I partner up with them. Okay, cool. We're going to do that. Oh, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Right now, solo, nobody can say anything. Yeah. P- people are hitting me up like, yo, you are blowing up. What mm-hmm. What is that you're doing? Yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh, wait a second. You think I'm blowing up? Wow, that's mm. crazy. You don't even know what I'm doing. Right. You think I'm blowing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. And I'm yeah. like, dope. This is all under my terms. So yep, this is, yep, I yep. think this is the happiest mm. I've been, even with some of the other shit that you try to accomplish it, you get frustrated. Like, damn it. Why is this happening? Yeah. I'm pretty freaking happy. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty cool shit. We can go along on the ride together. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. yeah. We can do the ride up. together. And in about a year, we'll have you back on and ask if you're even happier. That is good. <laughs> all right. That is good. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to see something here. Let me see before we go. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Oh, you want to make out while he's looking for his thing? Let's see here. Just behind this door is the office of the president of Burt Lapparack Productions. And here, seated at his desk, we find the boss. Can you sing to this? You mean with what what she's doing right now? No. Can you just sing to it? <laughs> Thank you. Can you sing to it? Some time for there we go. <laughs> go, go, go. Come on. Thank you for opening up your heart. There we go. <laughs> Such a joy. Such a joy. We pray for more. Mm. Never, never, never been so happy before. Mm. He said, Finally, I decide what I want. My world, my life. Nice. My choice, my time. I live as I want. Oh man, I 
can't wait. We're going to make some music <laughs> together, guys. Oh, yeah. this is fantastic. She passed the audition. Oh, you couldn't mean uh, Did I pass the audition? Oh, wait, what? Did I that pass the a- audition? Yeah. Congratulations. Would she sing to in? something like that? Of course oh, yeah. I'm leaving Jeez. that in. You know what? Ha- what's happened recently what? is... Um, you just owned. That's what happened recently. Oh. The oh, beat was you. dope and you no, took you took control. No, somebody sent me a beat and said, hey, could you sing to this? And I did. And he liked it. So this is the second time it's happened. And so I'm happy. Wait, why are you laughing of, at me? A, the lead up to that story. A, a lot of singers <laughs> will not sing. A lot of singers can't freestyle. Oh, really? Right. So you'll say, hey, sing. And then they're like, oh, well, I, you know, I don't, you know, it's not written. I don't, it, it, I, uh, I have a lot of people come through mm-hmm. who just aren't, who aren't like that. I had oh. one girl come through mm-hmm. who's not the, well, she's not, I, I can't say she's not the greatest singer mm-hmm. because she's got a really cool voice, mm-hmm. but you know, like technically and all that shit. But dude, off the top of her head, mm. oh my God, like the shit she comes off. I'm like, yo. Your freestyling lyrics are amazing. Let's yeah. take that part. Right. right. And let's put this part here. Let's do that. Let's change a couple of things there. Yeah. Crazy. I'll, I'll, off off camera or off uh, radio, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll play you. I'll play yeah. you what she, I what she does. I want to hear it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. No, yeah. This yeah. one can jam. Yeah, she can she sing. Can party. So, I, I, so I promise yeah. you, I promise you we're going to do something like yeah. we could do it like in the next two days. Yay. That's how inspired I am. I got so much music. It's hard to find <laughs> singers. It's hard to find people oh. willing to work. And, you know, I really cannot believe that, but I'll, I'll, I'll believe it yeah. because you're saying it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> You are a commodity. Please tell this girl what she's worth. She has no yeah. idea. She's completely you know oblivious. How, how many times people have told me in LA, it's crawling with singers and performers. It's almost impossible to get work. I think it's true uh, well, to some extent. It, well, so what, what, mm. ki- what kind of work? Are this, you trying? Well, okay. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of work? I Recording and writing. That's the kind of work I want. I want so, to create things. So you can do that on your own, right? Yes, I so do. So you can mm-hmm. create and write on your own, mm-hmm. but you said work. Yes. Work is a very specific word. What kind of work? Life life work. No, that's not right. That's not. That's not right. What kind of life work? Because okay. <laughs> work, be, because when you say mm-hmm. work, you're not mm-hmm. being specific. Okay. There's plenty of work. You can mm-hmm. do Starbucks work. You can Uber work. No. You can work at a so what kind of work? Singing work, writing. But you can sing and write, but you can sing, write, and create. So nothing's stopping you from doing that right now. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? So what what kind of work? Okay, you're... Well, because you're saying work, something (laughs) outside of what you can do, right? So when Mm -hmm. you say work, Mm -hmm. you're saying singing, writing. It's like Mm -hmm. you you can already do that. Right, So So the term work for you means something else. Oh, I mean, get paid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. So it took mm-hmm. like two minutes to get that out. Yeah. Um, now, get paid. How do you want to get paid? How? What, yeah. Like, what do you want to do to get paid? Oh, wait, I'm just going to start repeating myself. Write and sing. So Okay. 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 Yeah. So uh, you want people Publishing. to pay. Mm-hmm. You want people to pay you to write songs. Yes. You want people to pay you to sing their songs or sing their uh sing their demos or sing right okay Mm -hmm. how can they do that if they haven't heard you that's a really good question and one we've been grappling with which is not work 
Mm-hmm. So you doing that isn't work because work we've defined as the term mm-hmm. you want to get paid to write songs. You want to get paid to sing. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's work. Mm-hmm. So how do you get that work by writing songs and singing? Yes. And putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Right. So what can we do to get you the work that you want? What do you need to do to get the work? I need to get more of my stuff out there get better at promoting or um, have someone that's good at promoting do the promoting. Um, Promoting what? My... You've got nothing to promote. My work. Your art. (laughs) My art. Your art. Your art. All right. Okay. Your art. (laughs) Very important. Right. Your art art. and and you don't have any art. So how can somebody do have some art? We'll hook you up after the show. Okay. So then there's There's some good shit out there. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, There we go. Art and work. Okay. Yeah. It's different. It's different. Mm -hmm. This is you're you're touching on a very, on an ongoing conversation about, um, that like the whole, the whole thing you just did there with the, what do you want? And she said work. And you said, what is work? And it's like the, the amount of time it took to get it yeah. verbalized and defined clearly. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a conversation in this house. Yeah. It's yeah. The self-advocacy and defining the, right. yeah. the terms of your goals. Also just from my background in Japan, work meant going out and singing songs in covers. front of people. Yeah. Covers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. covers. Right? I would, I, what I struggled with most was my shows where I was doing my own music. And then getting people to those, those were difficult to find people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But if you're going out and doing a Whitney Houston set, then it's fine. Yeah, you you get paid good money to do that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cruise ships. Because, I mean, we can get you on a cruise ship and that's work. We can get you on a cruise ship. That And that's work. We need to. We need to. We need to have this, uh, this yeah. conversation. Yeah. We need to get you guys in the studio together, where you yeah. can work. You know, you can create a little bit, and then talk a little bit, and yeah. then create a little yeah, bit. Like kind of weave this. Weave yeah, this. We, do it, um, we yeah. gotta get you freestyling over yeah. on, on his tracks. I want to yeah. get used to freestyling. I, really I think you should get, get used yeah. to freestyling. Mm-hmm. Well, freestyling's cool. I like freestyling because mm-hmm. then I'll go back and then I'll find bits. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll find something to build off of. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And then it's mm-hmm. just something to. You know, you just let your mind go yeah. and see what comes. And, and that's mm-hmm. pretty cool, too. Yeah. I was just trying to check my schedule. So I guess off camera, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll sort it out. We'll get, we'll get <laughs> this girl. And yeah, we'll, where, where are you based? Where's, uh, uh on, like, like mid city. You familiar mm-hmm. with LA? Hollywood? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. So, south, so like two miles south of Hollywood and Highland. Just take Highland down to Olympic. Okay. I can get you there. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. Don't even worry. Yeah, I know what he's saying. Okay. Okay, let's. So, since people liked what they heard, uh, where can they find you? Where, where should people get, be going to find out where they can DJ for a day? We're going to go to commercial break, and then you're going to play that commercial that I did. Copy that. Okay. Right, right, right. So, will you do that? Absolutely, yeah, I, will. Cool. I will. All right. Let's get out of here. Bye. Thank you. Out. Drops. This is brought to you by BurtBlackRack.com. Go get merchandise at BurtBlackRack.com. We've got t-shirts. We've got bags. We've got a smile for your face. Go to BeADJForAday.com and learn how to DJ. Sign up for one of our $55 one-hour DJ classes. Bring your girlfriends. Have some wine. This is a party. Do you want to learn how to produce? Be a producer for a day.com. Just go to my website, Blackarack, B L A C K A R 
ACH.com. Go to the menus and you'll see all of these wonderful things that you can do. You need a producer. You need a recording engineer. You need a hug. You need a smile. You need some encouragement. Go to blackarack.com. Give me a call. 310-707-1560. Blackarack.com. And if you need any photo or video <laughs> services, swing <laughs> on over to sunshinepicturesllc.com at thyphoto.com. Yeah. No shame in my game. No, no. no, no, no. no you're here to- and if you're looking for a singer, <laughs> swinkymusic.com. Thank you very much. There we go. See? <laughs> At JJ Kester on, on Instagram, holler at your boy. I'm really curious to listen to the tape. No, I'm very excited too. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, the nicest thing you can do in return is give us a good review on the podcast aggregator that you're currently using. If you want to contact us, you can do so at hollywoodfishbowl.com. For all things swinky, check out swinkymusic.com. The Hollywood Fishbowl is produced by Jesse Kester. Hey, wouldn't you know it? That's me. We'll be back with another episode next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.